0: Hello, we are Hawksman Real Estate. I am James Mason. And I'm Sarah Galenzo. And we are here to talk to you about the local property market. With many of you asking us questions about what's happening right now, we thought it would be a good idea, time to time, for us to sit down and have a chat about what we believe is going on in the local market. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Hawksman podcast. It's now, uh, where is it? June. June. We are into June. We're in yes. the first week of June, nearly coming to an end. The kids are back at school. <laughs> for now. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm. There's not long to go no, until the long summer holidays and keeping them entertained. But mm. there you go. Um, property market is still as busy as we've ever seen. In fact, I would say half term was still really quite sure. busy for us, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it
1: was. Yeah. Uh, mm. And
0: then we are only two days into the second half of term, but the phone hasn't stopped ringing. Uh, it's absolutely bonkers out there. Not all good. Not all good. There's no. a. There's an awful lot of um I don't want to say the word time wasting. Should we say toing and to Toing and froing. Yes, there is. You have to pick your buyers and you have to pick your clients at the moment because it's a very very mixed market but we are enjoying it.
1: We're winning at the moment, we're, aren't we? So far, so good.
0: We're winning at the moment. So yes, <laughs> absolutely. But listen, today we are continuing our theme with chatting to specialists within the property market and within well, Jobs around the house, let's say, you know, and services. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, uh, look, the world has changed dramatically, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that we live within our homes, obviously we've talked about this over the last 10 years and 15 years and 20 years has changed. But now very, very specifically, the way that we are operating within our homes has changed as well. So it gives me great pleasure to invite Richard Coleman from Lux Smart
2: Homes to join us. Richard, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Pleasure to be here with you guys as well. It's uh, been watching all the podcasts. It's been great. Looking forward to
0: it. Well, look, we've worked together for a number of years yeah, now. Yeah, about six years now. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And you have done some tremendous work for us. Yeah. And uh, I never quite understand what it is you say when you're doing it. Uh, I am a dinosaur when it comes to all of this. I can just about use my iPhone, but anything more than that. I am an estate agent from the past uh, when it comes to uh, wiring and all of that in the house. So you are invaluable, my friend.
1: And my confession is that when I'm doing a viewing of a smart home and you go to that room that's air conditioned with all the boxes and the wires in, I say, and this is the clever cupboard. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Any more than that, I go. I'll have to find out for you. And I close the door, and we move on. So and, uh, yeah. that's
2: the room where we all of our centralised stuff comes back to. But it is actually the brain of the home. Whereas you've got the incoming suppliers that will go to other parts. The actual brain of the home, the network, all the AV kit, all the lighting panels, all the air conditioning bits. They're all in there. So it's very important that they are. How do you
1: deal with clients who don't really understand it once you've installed it? Do you get a lot of, uh... there's a
2: lot of training that has to go on with anything that we do. We've got to make sure that they walk through the product and they're they're actually using it in their home and they're comfortable with it. So we'll spend some time once we've just done the installation and then we'll go away. We'll normally come be coming back in a couple of weeks' time or a month or so's time. It's more just of a relationship, to, uh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is, than, yeah, yeah. We, I, yeah. I was saying to Sarah yeah. earlier that we are the last people's in when a renovation is done or someone moves into a house. Mm-hmm. And we're there for years uh, in just popping in. Make, all the software needs updating on all of the tech that we put in. Normally, it can go on an auto update, but sometimes that can throw other things out, which is, that's where we're there. Someone gives us a call, we go back and we yeah. reboot a few things, make sure everything's where it should be and everything works as normal again.
0: And look, for those people out there who may not know what a smart home is, what is the, the definition or what are we talking about here? In, in layman's terms, Rich, break it down for us dinosaurs, what is a smart home?
2: So it's usually a home that's taking a lot of that anxiety and stress out of having multiple different bits of technology standing on their own. Just having an integrated system where it's easy for you to go up to a touch screen and tap a couple of things to make something happen or if you wanna access your music quite easily, it's it's all something that's very easy as opposed to having five or six remotes to deal with to switch yeah. things on in a certain order in order to get the TV on to Sky Sports or something.
0: Are we all of an age where we remember where that remote control
2: came out that that operated all of your gadgets? Oh my that...
1: goodness. Yeah, it was called a one for all, wasn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and the thing is with more and more equipment in a, in a media room or a cinema room, each thing comes with its own remote. So it is important to consolidate that. And most people think, do I really need one of them? As soon as I say, would you rather use five different remote controls? Most people go, no, I hate it. I I never watch it. And and, and it's like these barriers of technology, which technology creates, trying to break these down to make things more simple. And that is what a smart home should be. I, I guess the extension from that is where we can start to do cool things with lights and we can make sure that in the background, maybe the system is uh, turning the air conditioning on, but turning the heating off or or vice versa. So things aren't fighting. Or it can take a reading from what the weather's like outside and just prepare your home for when you get home. Uh, if, if you're traveling back from London or you've got the ability, everyone's got smartphone apps now. Yeah. doesn't matter yeah. who, how much you hate technology. You've got a smartphone app and you, you're used to that, uh, doing things on that. So why would you not be able to switch the heating on when you're yeah. in Barbados because you're coming home from your holiday in, in January and you want the heating be, to and be are, back on. And are it's these
0: anything, tech yeah. companies making it You, I mean, it, you would imagine they would, but are they making it user-friendly uh, and is that getting better and better as we go along? Is it... You've still kind of got... There'll one, be high-end stuff, I'm sure.
2: No, you, you still get a company uh, will have their thing and then someone will copy it and someone will copy it. And, right. and then all of a sudden, you've got three different choices to choose from. Uh, but... They don't kind of like to share their uh, their co- uh, intellectual property right. with each other, so they kind of want you all in their own ecosystem, similar to Apple. Right, it's an ecosystem. It doesn't work with like a Samsung ecosystem. Mm-hmm. There is uh, a table, uh, a round table, being had by all of them though to create a language or a, a computer programming uh, language. Yeah. Uh, where they are going to share, you know, they're all going to speak the same language. So you could have a Samsung light, talk to an Apple uh, TV, talk to a, you know, Honeywell thermostat.
1: How much unravelling do you have to do? If it's not a new build, if someone's just decided, right, we're using our home differently or we bought a house, which, you know, we're really happy with, love everything about it, except it's not smart enough for us. How much unravelling and how much bad news do you have to give people? So
2: normally it's a house which has just got standalone things. Mm. like standalone underfloor heating, air conditioning, lighting, security, network, TV and it's all of these things are have got their own app and yeah. so all of a sudden on, on, a, on a phone you've got five or six different apps to do five or six different things mm-hmm. and you've probably got multiple logins for that and someone hasn't updated their phone, someone in the house can't switch the lights on, or can't switch the heating on, it's down to someone else to do that. We're basically connecting these things up together so that they go into a single platform right. which anyone can tap on a heating button and then move a dial to make it uh, warmer or colder. Uh, So when people go into new homes or they're doing renovation work, I found myself just learning all these other trades and then how they operate and how the the end user experience is gonna be, it's got to be simple and easy to use. But your heating guy or your plumber or your uh, electrician, they're only thinking about their job, their job. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about bolting it on. Mm -hmm. So eventually you'd have five or six different apps. and, And the worst, a manifestation of this is when you've got a thermostat on the wall for your heating, air conditioning, security, lights, and you've just got a, a plethora of, of switches on the walls, yeah. which is just because five or six different trays have thought independently yeah. and given someone control on a wall. So just you know, kind of like a, an air, you know, air traffic controller, kind of like, <laughs> what am I trying to do here? Just Trying the heating on, you know? Yeah, it's, so, yeah.
0: it's not aesthetically pleasing, is it, to no. have all those so, on, on and one we, wall?
2: And what we're specialists at is just pulling all of that, pulling all those switches off the wall and just having a single switch, which will do multiple things. Or the heating thermostat doesn't need to be on the wall anymore. No. You can program it to do things. And if, mm. if you really need to, you can just whip out your phone and turn the, the, turn the heating up on that rather than having to go upstairs and turn that one down and this one down or the TRVs on the on the radiators. Yeah.
1: So the stuff I know about smart homes obviously you've got lighting, you've got heating, you've got your AV systems. What are the things that people might not know about that you can integrate onto this one? magic panel
2: well one of the key things that most people forget is actually it's the internet it's the network which is the the hub which is which all of these things come back into and that's the thing that most people forget about it is actually the most important it's the backbone of everything else it needs to be able to connect to the internet I mean obviously people have since I've been doing this I've seen multiple different waves of how people are living in their homes and with the covid lockdown Everyone was locked in straight away. Mm. Oh, my internet's not very good yeah. at home. Yeah. It's rubbish upstairs. It's I have to create a secondary desk. Wasn't, wasn't that a common
0: theme on everyone's WhatsApp groups? Yeah. Anyone else having a problem with yeah. Virgin or yeah. Sky or yeah, BT? Yeah.
2: All services
0: apply. And actually, we're yeah. not the BBC. We yeah. can say what we no, want. No, yeah. Yeah. It was mainly yeah. Virgin. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But no. Um, but yeah. again, we had it on our road where people were saying, "Well, is anyone having a problem with that?" And there were connectivity issues, and it may just been through overuse at mm-hmm. that time. But is that something that that comes up regularly for you, where there is? a problem with one provider in one area, let's say, and you have to try and change it?
2: I think they're probably all as... As each other, all good, all, right, good. all right, yeah. it's good, and uh, <laughs> what I would say is for them, a ma- you know, the, the door came down, everyone was locked in, all yeah. of a sudden, no one's going up into the city anymore, and everyone's staying at home. Whereas their infrastructure was built for everyone to go to the city yeah. and not Absolutely. be at home, yeah. And so, everyone's speed was a bit slow, they had to rip out cables and go into those green boxes and yeah. do all that recalibrating of mm-hmm. a service quite quickly. Uh, But they're only going to take you to your front door. Once it's inside your house, it's your problem to get the Wi-Fi all the way up to the loft if you Mm. just quickly set a desk up -hmm. up there. Well, well, this is it, isn't it? We've gone from having one... Study
0: yes. or office to now having multi workspaces yeah. uh, for both partners, kids, two, three kids. Sometimes, yeah. you know, we're talking about five separate workspaces in a house now. So it is but
1: incredibly, with a, you different. know, at least one device each, if not a laptop and an iPad and a phone or yeah. whatever. So, and that's also
2: an extension of the light. With technology is always changing, always moving. We've got so many more devices in in people's homes now, and even a family with two children, yeah, and, and you're going to have have about 20 devices mm-hmm. on your on your network and you think okay that's a lot i didn't really think i had that <laughs> yeah but i mean yeah. but, but it just the numbers just keep going up and up the more you know phones that people get or playstations apple boxes tvs yeah. any all these bridges that connect a heating system to the, the internet or lighting or security these all things have a box which needs to be on the network and you have to start to manage these networks so that they uh, operate efficiently, which means you don't see any dips within your home. So you're getting fastest speed into the house and then everyone's using it in, a, in an efficient manner. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what, we, what we when we first started out the business, we did quite a lot of like, Wi-Fi installations where we would take uh, the incoming feed and put it in different parts of the home so everyone had great Wi-Fi. Uh, and the big businesses have, have caught up on that now. Yeah. And it's right. it's now something that you can get from, from Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, a fairly good system that just it, you, you put it together you and ping, it, you around, ping it around the house. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it, it kind of solves that issue where we we have to be, use more uh, technical and more specialist equipment is when we're doing a new build and this rock solid concrete walls yeah. and concrete floors and, and the, the signal's not going to pass through the internal uh, structure of the house as efficiently. Uh, But but yeah, that's, that's when we would come in and we'd hardwire everything and Mm. have probably more enterprise grade product at the end of it, as opposed to if you've got nice wooden floors and and stud work in the wall. I was going to say,
0: if you're talking about, so there's lots of people, we get contacted all the time from people who are looking to buy, uh, sorry, build their new home So buy a plot and then build something. We talked about that with Dave uh, Mm. last time. Um, Ideally, on let's say a new build, we can talk about extensions yeah. after. On a new build property, how early do you like to be involved? You say you're the last one in, but, but do you want to be? Do you want to? Do you, one, you need to be right no, at last the beginning? One out. Last one out. We mm. want to be the first mm. one in. You right. want to be the first <laughs> one in, last one <laughs> out. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because uh, ultimately, if it's not thought about at the design stage when it's on everything's on paper mm-hmm. and people are thinking about what they want, it's just a cable might not be put in the right place. Right. And, and at the end of the day, you get to the you get to the latter stages and if that hasn't been thought about, you're ripping into the walls again yeah. And, yeah. and then there might not be the appetite so, to do that. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're kind of, you haven't got quite what you wanted and, and you haven't thought so about So really a design phase. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we and we'll and we we say to people who are doing new builds, we say, having underfloor heating everywhere. Yeah. And, and I'm already starting to just design the whole Have you thing. Have just wow. got a
0: list of questions on a new build that is, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And then you start planning.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly from our point of view, because the architect might pick it up or by the time the subcontracted guys from the builders are involved. Yeah the thing is, 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 is already moving and, mm. and they might already have missed the opportunity to put yeah. something. Once that concrete's poured. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have seen some builders <laughs> chipping away at the <laughs> floors oh, and I'm like, oh, no. you should have, you should, you know, but yeah, because sometimes builders and, and clients can move too quickly, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's better to have these conversations and we'll just talk everything tech. And then usually we've covered every base and then, but sometimes on these long 2 or 3 year builds yeah you know things again can things change, change, right? start yeah. to change you know so and then if you're looking at say a
0: I'm using the word retrofit, but if you're going into something where there's an existing house, you say you've got a lovely 1930s house that someone's gonna do a big wraparound extension on. Are you just taking it back to basics on that? Are you you taking what they've got and upgrading it or are you just stripping everything out?
2: We would normally, well, if they're only doing the uh, extension part, we'll probably just be working in that extension part. We'll be getting our services to that new part and there'd be a little hub within there. Okay. The other way of doing it is when people are renovating really old houses that you can't really touch, uh, mm-hmm. right. you know, a listed building, but we can get up into the lofts and then you just start to drop cables like, uh-huh. down behind the okay. uh, drain pipes and into the in, into each room. Okay. And that's how you make a really, really old house modern and mm-hmm. you know, okay. with the connectivity. So it can you, you be done? It, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's and it's... Interesting. Uh, it, 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 we have to be far more creative because you can't run a cable across the floor, it, it's kind of got to be in. These it, it, nooks sounds, and crannies. it sounds like
0: keyhole surgery almost, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It is, and and yeah, as opposed to when it's uh, a full renovation, everything's open, mm-hmm. it's it's a you know, it's very simple to say, yeah. This mm-hmm. is, and any visually for us to check what's going on, right? See everything, yep. mm-hmm. uh, when it's old fashioned, we're kind of we but we we kind of we have to work with what the client wants. And you can't have a, a house which is maybe 600 years old <laughs> that's still living in the 70s. Cause no, it, exactly. Because that's yeah. the last time it was kind yeah. of touched. Mm-hmm. It needs to be, you know, renovated to a certain Absolutely. Point. But that's
1: really reassuring that it can be done. And yes. it can be done sensitively as well. So yeah. you're not looking at God knows what going down your walls and all cables and everything. So, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, okay. we would use, I mean, when, when you look at some of the, these like you know similar uh, <laughs> room to this, mm. where all of a sudden they want to speak over there or some more lighting over there. You kind of, it depends upon what is allowed as mm-hmm. from the architectural point yeah. of view, but that is probably where my limit is. If it's something yeah. that we can hide and just bring in at certain discrete locations, mm-hmm. then that's great, but I'm not I'm sure. guessing
1: wireless is your friend as well, isn't
2: it? It's a two, <laughs> yeah. it's a, two, it it's a double-edged, yeah. uh, double-edged sword because people think that wireless can do everything. Whereas uh the more things that are using that wireless, they're, you know, they're all grabbing mm. the bit of the, right. the signal okay. that they can. Whereas a solid cable connection is going from A to B, mm-hmm. you know, A is sending that, B reliable. is receiving that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we all got our mobile phones out at the same time and tried to access something, there would be a slight dip for someone, just because uh, that data signal has to pass through the air and is that phone- Fine
0: I can never post a photo at Twickenham? That's why yes, absolutely, I the Stadium. Absolutely, yeah. They've, yeah. Got, they've got. <laughs> yeah. the I was best. actually there three hours ago, and it's now just gone yeah, through as the I found Wi-Fi. Now, they've
2: yeah. got the best Wi-Fi equipment that there is. Mm-hmm. But even still, it it's can't crazy. handle sixty thousand mm-hmm. people all looking at yeah uh, mm. the, the, uh, the phone at half time. Yeah. Uh,
1: will there be a time when? everyone can the irony of um, you know EE sponsoring these big stadiums like well I can't get
2: a signal Um, will there be a time when they can do it I do think it has improved Uh, there's certain stadiums where I've been to Wembley I've been to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium you seem to be able to do things quite freely there but that's probably because they're well, Wembley, not so much, but uh, with the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it's mm-hmm. all new. Yes. So, yeah. it, you know, th- these companies probably don't want to update Isn't them. that
0: the smartest stadium in the world? I mean, I'm not, yeah. well,
1: not football a- s- Did she? Oh, wow. Yeah, she was there. Yeah. That's oh. why she was doing her concert. Wonderful.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, mm. they also, with the LED and, and the, the colours that they do, and it, but we like to bring that into people's homes as well. Not everyone likes it, but some people yeah. absolutely love it. And a, a little bit of LED and, yeah. and with colour, especially teenagers, they're always saying... Or the mums are saying, "Oh, can we put some LED in in, in their oh, room?" Lovely. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, you, you, you can, <laughs> but yeah. they'll probably grown out of It'll it. do that, you know." Just, a while. Yeah. You just have to. Do yeah.
0: you have just have to find that balance that it just doesn't look like the set of Love Island? Right? Yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. it's it's one of those things. So welcome to Casa Amor. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So what? I mean, obviously, look, you've been running six years now. Yep. Is it six years? Yeah, six years. Mm-hmm. So. We've talked about how the property market has changed and obviously how people... And we've all been through a lot. We talk mm-hmm. about lockdown now and all this kind of stuff and how we've come out the other side. I imagine the kind of inquiries you've had have changed dramatically from Absolutely. six years ago to now, have they? Or yeah. what I mean... I don't know, look, what would, say, be the number one inquiry that you had when you first started? What was the number one request that people were asking for?
2: It was Wi-Fi. and, and yeah. Just
0: it, as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Because, make, make it quicker. Make
2: it quicker. Yeah. Five or six years and ago, it there. was slower. I right. Mean, they, in the last couple of years, BT have rolled out faster broadband right. everywhere, yeah. whereas Five years ago, people who do 80 meg were like, wow, you're on, you're on a fast <laughs> speed now. I'm like, mm, <laughs> no, not so much. But right. uh, so that's what was the most important thing then. What we're getting calls for now, and pretty much most of the jobs that we've done in the last sort of 18 months, yeah, uh, is like more home cinema things. So it's people really? spending really. more time in their home, but wanting to do it with, spend a bit of money bit and of have style. a nice, a, yeah. a nice, cinematic experience whether it's a TV projector but an awesome sound system. And
0: I wonder if that is a direct result of being in your house for more time. Yeah. I wonder and you're saying well hold on we need to utilise our spaces better. We've you know we all talked about people who were stuck in lockdown that had tennis courts and swimming pools and said gosh it must have been awful for you. You you absolutely are. Oh yeah and the bowling alley. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) But um, I think yeah having that home cinema experience must be absolutely fantastic. Mm. Yeah
2: because I guess during lockdown people were forced to watch things on Netflix or just start to binge on massive box sets, which have probably been there for quite a few years, yeah. but they just hadn't got around to it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of people started looking at the this room's not being used anymore. We could do this. Uh, and, That's and- what I
1: was going to ask. Is it a dedicated cinema home cinema room for watching movies, primarily making an event out of it? Or are they converting a room that they use regularly into more of an experience room?
2: Uh, so basically, you can pimp up a, uh, a new yeah. TV room. So mm-hmm. you've got a you've got a basic surround sound system, but it's still an open plan living room. There's yeah. still multiple things going on. But if you want to sit down, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. But if you do want a room where you can really turn the volume up and just you know you feel all the energy of of, a, of an action film, yeah. uh, you you're, you're jumping out of your seats because yeah. it sounds that That's good amazing. and it's yeah. coming from all all around you. Uh, you want to do that in a room where we can put more speakers so the bigger the room the more speakers we'll need to put in and the more amplification to get that sound to travel all around so you might be aware of like 5.1 systems but with mm-hmm. Dolby Atmos it's adding in yes. overhead speakers mm-hmm. uh, which just means when those guys are uh, mastering their films or the director yeah. is coming up with his how he wants this to, to sound and, and feel uh, the, the sound moves around you and from above. And you above, can have that
1: in your own home. You don't have to go to the Odeon and Epsom for that. Absolutely. Holy moly. Yeah. I never.
2: And, uh, you, you know, I've watched Top Gun at home and I've got a soundbar and a, and a, and a subwoofer and it's okay. But I'm mm. putting these uh, cinema rooms in all the time and you're clinging onto the seats as you're doing some of these, you know, final <laughs> yeah. scenes where he's doing That's the so test cool. or the duel and all this kind of stuff. And it's amazing. And I mean, there's been quite a lot of war films out in yeah. the last sort of three or four years and you yeah, know, when you're watching something like that, you're hearing... You're going, the helicopter. Yeah. It's the helicopter, yeah. isn't it? yeah, the it's when you hear the helicopter. Yeah. And those low frequencies that you get with a helicopter landing right, like, yeah. or that sound, mm-hmm. uh, you feel that. And, wow. and that's the difference when, you know, we just used to watch things on TV, yeah. but, but also the providers, so Netflix or Sky or HBO, TV in itself is more cinematic now yes. and in the game of Thrones final couple of series over mm. like hour long hour and a half long episode mm-hmm. which is a feature film in itself uh, so it, in itself has it's got or stranger things or things like that yes. which has just become really epic mm. uh, and having that surround sound system is is it's so much fun and it's, it's one of the things that our clients just as soon as we've given it to them we called them on the Monday in, in you, you see on the Apple TV, they might have six or seven films there. You go there two years later, they've got 90 films that they've yeah. downloaded. So you just know that they're using That's it. Pretty Careful imagined. what you
0: download, <laughs> <laughs> if you're coming back. I, ima- I imagine I imagine also sporting events must Absolutely. be phenomenal. Yes. We always mm-hmm. joked about last night of the Masters, Sunday night, yeah. getting the lads around, beer and wine night with it on that must just be amazing to watch Yeah, and I mean, the picture quality is insane boxing right as well it's I'm not a boxing, boxing fan but rugby. I can imagine
1: if you were it would be incredible yeah.
2: yeah yeah. I mean Sky have most of the, the football with cricket mm. the golf and F1 that's all in uh, Dolby Atmos in 4k so oh. you are hearing that you know the goal goes in or oh, and, and, and yeah or the cars coming around you know they've they, they put the microphones on the track so that you, it's amazing, you can it? get all that yeah uh and to be honest, when you go back to a cinema now, you, when you're working in a smaller space with amazing equipment, mm-hmm. we can make these rooms sound way better than a commercial cinema. Wait, really? Way yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, and it's just for the for the, our clients to enjoy. And I yeah. guess probably one of the things that happened from COVID was... I kind of think the cinema industry was probably struggling a little bit way before going yeah. into COVID, yep. because films are a bit formulaic. Or I don't know if the Marvel Universe just took over cinema, but as soon as everyone was locked down and they they decided, are we going to launch our film now, or we're going to hold off, or we're going to do this, do that? Some of them were just putting it straight out there and just mm-hmm. get it out there. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, the. It's it's now available. You know, you're seeing much shorter lead time from a film being on at cinema to being on an Apple TV or Sky to yes. buy. Yes, mm. absolutely. Then, then yeah. it being on part of your movie package or well, something think, like that I yes, you know? think you're right as, yeah. as John Wick mm-hmm. was
0: out in the cinema you could buy it oh could
1: you no yeah. you could oh. pre-order it on yeah. Sky yeah. so that
0: it came out just a few weeks later and Avatar's
1: now out on I think it's Disney been out. for free isn't it yeah I, I think, think it's
0: been out and it's probably, and it's now for yeah. free yeah, yeah. amazing it's incredible. Yeah. so cinemas are probably the hottest thing in your business right now yeah I'd yeah? say so and area wise like within the house yeah. we always I mean we've been to many many houses where we've had cinemas up on the top floor or, or, a ba- or above a garage, yeah. or in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What tends to work the best, Rich? Is there is I mean, is it different think, in each I house? Think, or
2: I think the basement. Right. If you if you've if you've got a young family, hey, well, if
0: you've got a basement, <laughs> yeah, if, if you've got yeah. a basement, yeah. put it in
2: there. Because by the time you get to the first floor, you're not going to hear it if it's. You really wouldn't left, put it, right? but you wouldn't okay. put it above the baby's room, would you? No, you wouldn't. Probably uh, not. Yeah. So if you've got a, like an older family with teenagers, uh, then you're probably pulling them back into a family scenario scenario where they're yeah. going to sit down and watch something with you yeah. because it sounds so good. They can't argue with that. They might not want to be with mum and dad, but when They'll they They'll tolerate there, you for that, the film, yeah. This is better than watching it on my iPad. Yes. I'm going to sit with mum <laughs> yes. and dad and just uh Pretend and they they're can not, be over there, yeah, take yeah. it over here. But Uh, Yeah, if you've got younger kids, it's probably a little bit of a challenge to really crank that system up Mm -hmm. if you've got kids that you don't want to wake up, which you wouldn't want to wake up. And I suppose (laughs) if you're
0: on a modern build or a new build, if you're in the basement, you've got a concrete floor above you as well, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, basements. That will protect some of the sound as well.
2: So we'll soundproof the room. Internally,
0: will and how soundproof do you get it? I mean, I, I, we've seen them from the past with the kind of crinkle uh was it fo- the eggshell yeah, foam yeah, yeah, yeah. on the wall and stuff like that. But now is it
2: just a whole different class? Yeah, I mean, of- it's still something that we have to manage. The yeah. bigger the room, the more amplifiers we're putting in there, the louder it can get. Right, you will still hear very soft sound on the biggest crash right. downstairs mm-hmm. yeah. in the kitchen if it was right uh, directly above it. Yeah, uh, the, it's. But you, you know, that's. Can
1: you hide it now, though? Would you know that a room is soundproofed or it, does it look like a regular wall if you're in at the right time? So,
2: no, we would be. So, we build out the walls and we, we do all our insulation and right. we we'll put wall paneling on the, on, on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, you've got your brick wall, your stud work, and then you've got, uh, your insulation and then you've got a fabric panel so it's about this big it's it's rooms within a room to to just get that soundproofing Mm -hmm. the door is is where the sound is going to escape and you can have like double-sided doors uh but if someone opens that door it'll be so that can still happen Mm -hmm. uh but yeah it's uh if when when you're dealing with people who maybe their children have left home and they want that cinema room. It's fine to go. Oh, so yeah. go not, for it. Spend can out. you
1: integrate a baby monitor if you've got a uh, little one nah. get it onto your smart panel? Well,
2: they normally have the baby monitor right next to them. Right. But okay. not, you yeah, wouldn't want yeah.
0: the baby monitor on the surround sound though. Could no, you imagine yeah. the screams? No, absolutely <laughs> <It's> not. not. <laughs> Deary me. No, when the kids go, they play The Inheritance, don't they? I would think that's absolutely the right yeah. thing to do. Why are you selling the house? <laughs> We're going on a cruise. Right, and yeah. I mean, yeah. Normally,
2: that like, when we've done those cinema rooms in the upper floors, the parents say, oh, can you just also get some Bluetooth headphones so that when the kids come back, they they can stick that on when they're doing their gaming or something. Yeah. uh, And it doesn't wake us up. That's really good. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Epic. Brilliant. I mean, I have to say, smart homes are the way forward, aren't they? We're all keen to learn how we can embrace technology, even if some of us don't understand it as much. I I enjoy a simplified version. The amount of times I've rung you and asked you questions (laughs) about things. So thank you for bearing with us on that. But... um, it just sounds fascinating. And I have to say, as a job, you must just love going around to these houses and playing with all these toys and putting them in and really, Rich, changing
2: people's lives because mm. it is changing the way people live, isn't it? It is. It's given them a comfort blanket that when the technology is not working as it, as it should do, that there's someone there to help them, to make sure it's all okay. And, and yeah, we're, we're experiencing knowing where the pain points are and zoning in very quickly on what the problem is yeah. and fixing it quite quick, quickly. Fantastic. And well, it doesn't
1: hurt that you're the most patient man in the world. He we really is. We have asked is. you some really dumb questions over years, <laughs> So yeah. yeah, thank you very much yeah. for putting up with us. So. No,
2: but it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it, people have busy lives. So they just want things to work and that's it. Mm-hmm. God, isn't that yeah. the truth? We all just want things Please. to work now, don't yes. we? Well, there First you go. time, well, every mm-hmm. time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Right, yeah. well, let's mm-hmm. have a drink to that. Sarah, Right, okay. You, you're in charge of the gin again? Yes.
1: Uh, Richard, do you have any connections to Yorkshire at all? I don't. Okay. Never mind, you're still welcome no one's, here. No one's perfect. Uh, no one's eh? perfect. No one's we perfect. are both children of Yorkshiremen, Aye. as far oh. as we're aware. So, I've got a <laughs> <laughs> casting expressions of both our fathers, but there we go. Oh, mothers. Mothers, mothers. Yeah. <laughs> enough. Uh, so, um, today I've got a special one yeah. for lots of different reasons. Ooh. You know, I love a cup of tea. Thank and, God.
0: oh, yeah.
1: Mason's gin. Dry Yorkshire gin, not London, Yorkshire Made gin. Made with Yorkshire
0: water. Tea edition. Lovely. Oh,
1: yeah. Tea? Tea. tea? tea. Tea? Tea. It's a brew in a gin. So, yes. So, so, so we're having a cup of tea, not a gin. Tonic. citrus, spice and black tea, crisp with a long, dry, refreshing finish. Please do enjoy.
0: Right. Well, cheers.
1: Cheers. Thanks, Richard. Cheers, Richard. Yeah, thanks cheers. for coming in, mate. Cheers, James. Oh,
0: lovely. Right, tea. Tastes like gin to me, but let's try again.
1: I like that one. I have to say I haven't met a gin I didn't like. Um, It's
0: It's a gin and tonic. I don't know if there's tea in it. I don't really drink tea, but yeah. Very nice. It tastes Mm. lovely. Very nice. Well done, mate. Masons. Well done, Masons. I do like a Mason's gin, actually. Yeah. Right. Well, look, I hope you found that interesting. We certainly have here, talking to Richard, Um, and if you are thinking of doing any work to your house and upgrading your smart technology, Richard's the man to talk to. His details will probably be somewhere here on the podcast you can find. If not, get in touch with us and we can pass on. And if you are thinking about selling your home, now is a fantastic time to do it. The sun is starting to shine. The gardens are looking amazing. And that's what's bringing buyers down into this fantastic area that we all call home. Get in touch and we can help you with your move.